Ice T is the illest. Yeah. Of all the up. Respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. respectfully. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Respectfully, he paid. He opened doors. Welcome, good evening, Judy's. Hi, everyone. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Simply Game podcast. Um, also to our YouTuber Judy's, because we know y'all like visuals and stuff like that. You know, please make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Well, you get, you know, so you can know every time we upload and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. So, however, as y'all see, we got this tablet. The camera's moving. Wait, I thought, I thought he had a right. shift. <laughs> I saw the shift. I saw the shift. I thought he had a rotated camera. I'm gonna say, how you can do that? I might even get one. I can't. I can't. I was just trying to center my face. Okay, because I'm like, wait, say what? We got a special duty with us this evening. You know, Mr. Bobo, as I'm saying, that's it. That's it. That's it. You know, you got to say it from your diet, from your chest. Bobo. You got to use the diaphragm. You got to let him know what's going on. You know, he came up in here and he, he giving me very good Lenny Kravitz type of vibe. Actually, he is. Yes. yes, it was giving me that vibe. So I was like, okay, come on. You know, Lenny's cousin of a something or maybe I'm twice so, removed from the relative. Twice removed. <laughs> younger brother. Uh, that, that's who it could be, younger brother. Also, wanted to say this is season four premiere. Season four, four premiere. premiere. This season four premiere. Hey, the first episode. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm just like, it has been a long time. We took a good, you took a good, like what six? What was the reason for the break? Well, you know, it's it's a um when it, I've learned about podcasts and it's a lot that goes into it. So um this season has actually grown in a way that I didn't think it would. Okay. So it's like a lot of behind the scenes moving parts. So you know, by the time this airs and drops and people watch this, those moving parts will all be all in the bio. Um, but it's just, it's been the experience of like getting certain guests, you know, <laughs> this season and I'm so excited. I can't, it, it would be one of them share, to right. share with everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, y'all read the shirt, you know, a lot of other things that are happening. So it's just, I just want to make sure that the Junies understand that we are very invested in this and we're invested in them as much as they invest in us because it's, you know, it's them the reason why we have a platform. It's them the reason why. You know, people come and they want to listen to us and listen to other other Judy's have to say. They yeah. come, you know, let us know about their background of what they're doing, their artistry, you know, from music to being a stylist to being a dancer to being, you know, or somebody that works in the advocacy within the community and teaching a lot of different things. So, you know, I always want to make sure I got all those rooms for everybody to share those things. Yeah. Because I think uh, at this time, like, we're still learning. So it's like we know stuff. But it's it's always room to keep growing, dropping knowledge, some nuggets, the education, all of those things, because I feel like it's it's a need to know basis, especially now that we're in a type of generational gap. But it doesn't mean this here nor there. Um, brother, say, hey Mr. Bobo, how you doing? I'm good. I'm so blessed. Thank you for having me. Oh no, thank we thank you for coming on, child, because I've been following you for a, a moment, a minute. I had to get into oh, all your you. social medias because you know, I think you was on Instagram first. I want to say, yeah, Instagram, you was on, yeah, and then you got on to 
all the other platforms once you yeah i um i feel like with i feel like mm, things really were was started to to take off on ig for me and then from there kind of trickled into the other platforms um probably last year was when my youtube really started to to pop with my uh with the release of my um of my lead single for my album and then probably in the last two weeks my my tiktok is starting to to take off as well um i tell people i tell whether you're an artist or whatever i tell people in general all the time man in this in 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 this time frame in this climate you can't um skip out on 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 using social media um i know people i know can give people anxiety i mean for as long as i've been on it uh i i'm you know i get tired of it as well but it cuts out the middleman um you know going back to the artist conversation I, I i feel like if you're an artist and that's actor that's you know musician that's songwriter rap whatever singer whatever uh influencer you know fashionista whatever it is um you cannot it's such a huge disservice for yourself you cut you cut time you shave time off of however long it takes for you to get to where you're going uh if you invest your time into your socials and you just it's all about just finding your niche where you fit in i think of all of the social platforms i think tiktok makes it so much i think it makes it easy for you to to f- figure out where you fit in and they bring your following to you uh right. whereas with a lot of the other followings you kind of got to go out there and, and play around mm-hmm. comment and like and message and blah 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 uh just to get the impulse just to get the algorithms you know running but with tiktok you have an idea um you put it out there and they bring it to you i think that's it's it's so it's fascinating man how quickly it's my tiktok has been starting to grow now i say i say grow like i got a million problems <laughs> yeah, like, you know building a community <laughs> like but, it, but you know you just see like yeah you know i let's just say i average 100 followers a week on ig I'm, you know, I I'm averaging uh, two thousand a week with with TikTok. You can't; these right. numbers aren't, you know, and it, you know, and that's only if you like have a post or two that that goes viral. Exactly. But the chances, the likelihood, the the opportunity for you to go viral is substantially uh, uh, higher with TikTok than than any other platform. Right. No, that definitely makes. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but not we. Here, back in action. You, we doing the thing. You know, yes. like popping on the IG. You know, YouTube was doing good, and you know, TikTok finally got you that you know algorithm because I had to put us on TikTok because we didn't have a TikTok for a while, nice. and I was just like, well, maybe if I start dropping some of our clips, like it brings more to the chin to the channel, the platform. You know, because like um, streaming wise, we're good streaming. Like yeah. the numbers are great streaming. We good. I'm just trying to get the visuals up because everybody asks for, you know, this, that they want to see the visuals, the conversations, you know, how we was laughing and all of that other stuff. So I'm like, well, we're here. So now go to YouTube and watch it. <laughs> click in. Just click in. You know, Subscribe. you just you never know who you're going to see. That's right. So you know, but the I wanted to say I did listen to the album. Ah, album yes, whole entirety. Hold on, we still get there. We still have not introduced ourselves. But... They can still catch up. And what's know what to do? 
Everyone's know what to do. <laughs> but for all the Judy's that's watching, y'all know who I am, Mr. Aquarius Kelly. And you know, we got our other Judy, Mr. Siobhan. That part. See how we see how we did that? Real quick. Now watch how he gonna go and chop it screwed up real quick. And now we was like, child, we was like 35 minutes in with this intro. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love my team is small, but I love them. It's yeah. just a village and support. And even when things like are disarray, like the way my videographer editing skills, I'm telling you, what, they won't know. I they love know. it. I'm here for it. They, they won't know. I'm just saying. But the album. Yes. Sorry, the album. Let's talk about it. Let's get into That's, it. I had to hold on because I got to pull up my notes now. Uh -huh. I was I was ready for I used my weekend. To party and to educate myself. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, you look. have to. I feel like podcasters, YouTubers, uh, you're a part of this this entertainment world, and you have to going out. And it's not just about going out and and partying. Like your network, like you're yes. talking to people, whether you whether people realize it or not. Right. When you're right. out and about doing what you're doing you're interacting that is an opportunity to network and to share what you do uh to bring more people and awareness to what you do so i get it man i had to go out last night uh with a with, a, with one of my good friends he djs so i went out with him i was like man I, i'm trying to work on a few more songs <sighs> let me throw on some clothes let me get out there real quick you know it was a late night but th that's a part of the that's a part of the job you know what i mean and so you have to be able to juggle all of that and and yeah. you look, I got my coffee. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I you coffee. got your coffee. What I say, friend? I was gonna go get my coffee this morning. Yeah. And yeah. I, <laughs> grapefruit juice. Really? Hey. I, <laughs> I so, like it. You know, I gotta do what I got to do. <laughs> but sir, this album, right? Yes. AB2. Yes. I'm a the cover is an amazing one. Thank you. I love the cover. Now I know we can't get to all the songs, right? Yeah. But like yeah. I said, I listened to them, so each one gonna get a little synopsis of like what I thought from listening to it. I'm here for right. it. Right. So the first one, GM, mm -hmm. get money. Yeah. I love the technicality, the lyricism in it, like the play on some words and back and forth. Now the only thing that stuck out to me because I love the line, the line that he says in this song. So you call yourself what, what, hold on, let me <laughs> the gay black Adonis? Is that what you said? Uh what's the lyric? The first what is it? I'm trying to think. Where was it at in the song? First verse, second verse, what was it? I wanna say, I think I wanna say it was the first, but I think it probably might have been the second verse. I wake up flawless skin, the color of chocolate, the black gay Adonis guy's great life's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a bad bitch walking, feeling like money made boxing. I got no loss. Yeah, yeah. The first okay. gay black, the yeah. So, what do you what do you see? What do you feel? What do you envision an, an Adonis when you hear that word? Like I feel like somebody that's to me, like uh, as being in the black community, we talk a man's man. Some you. Stand straight. You always look a man in the eye. You stand firm. You stand strong. When you enter the room, like people know that you're in that room, you're in that space, and it's not a, over like a 
cocky or confident type of thing. It's just it's a you presence. know who you are. You know, like yeah. it's a whole different type of vibe and presence. And when you said it, I said he said what nine? I was like, let me wait, let me go back. <laughs> I said, what you not gonna do, sir? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I um I I think it's so mm, it's so important for a songwriter, but more important, but more specific, a rapper's pen to be any. There's a, any, you know, and especially in this day and age, anybody can be a rapper these days. Anybody can be a rapper, you know. Yeah. Uh, I pride myself in my storytelling. There's a lot of wide. There's a wide variety of different ways I could have said something, but mm-hmm. everything that I say has an intention. And and what your description of it was was right along the same lines. It's a presence, you know. When I enter a space, when I enter a space, there is a presence that is felt, whether I'm speaking or talking or not. Um, and I am representing two different communities. And um, you know, on one end, you know, as a black man, you know, there's already an established image of what it means to be a strong black man. Um, which, I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole, but okay. I feel like there should be um, there's spectrum in, in a lot of different things, whether it's your sexuality or whether it's you know what it means to be a man, whatever that is, whatever you know, whatever that means for people. Uh, there's a spectrum. You can be a nerd and be a, and, and should be considered a strong black man. You can be, right. you know, a scientist, a doctor, a basketball player, you know, whatever. And 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 and, and if you have a presence about yourself you should there should be nothing wrong with you having that you know a title of of such of being a strong black man so you know you have that and then on the other on the other end you know as a gay man uh as a gay black man you know when when i when i started being comfortable with my sexuality not to say that i was closeted let's just just to be clear because i've always known what i've liked i think um I think it just, I didn't, I'm, I, I don't come off as, as strongly flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was always, you know, when I was exploring and navigating my sexuality in college, why would I discuss, you know, liking dudes with my friend, with my guy friends that I know didn't like dudes? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was just, you know, I, I knew that there wasn't going to be a connection there. Um, so I wouldn't discuss it. And it, it wasn't until I got out, you know, moved back out west, you know, and you go to West Hollywood and, you know, you can watch movies, right? And right. see what, what a world would look like. It's different right. when you're in it and you're experiencing it and you're seeing it and you're touching it and you're smelling it in 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 the real world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, it was uh, it was it was it was a shift for me because to be able to see guys holding hands publicly was like wow that that's very profound that's something that I want to you know that I would want to be able to do because that helps me to grow and, and develop into who I you know who I am and so um you know I feel like there is when I when I first you know got you know attached not attached myself when I first uh uh started you know being open with my sexuality and whatever I didn't feel like there was a lot of, I didn't feel like there was a lot of people that looked and sounded like me in that community, you know? Um, 
which which is still disheartening to this day for me uh, because I'm not, you know, I wear, I got, you know, I own a pair of wear bottoms. You know, if I want to wear it from heels, I will. Uh, but I'm, it's more about style, more about fashion. You know what I mean? It's like, how do I, how can I make this look versus I'm wearing heels and, and, and lipstick and makeup and, and, you know, throwing on a, like, it's just, that's not me. No shade to anybody that, you know, that, that, you know, that's a part of that. But I felt like because I, I wasn't doing that, the community wasn't really embracing me and, and the stories that I had to tell, you know, with my music. So, Right. For me saying, you know, the black gay Adonis guy's great life. That's me. Hey, this is who I am. You know, that's what I, that's what I represent. You know, a strong black, you know, man, gay black man that that is, I feel like a perfect mixture of both. You know, no shade to anybody else. Right. I, I'm saying that just to represent myself. There's nothing wrong with being confident. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I represent. A, a perfect blend of both masculine and feminine energy, and um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with embracing one. There's there's so much power and strength in femininity. Um, you know, I was raised by two strong black women, so there should be there should be nothing wrong with me. Um, you know, showcasing showcasing that. Uh, so that's where that was coming from. You're absolutely right. You hit the, you hit the nail right on the head. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, I was just like, I look, I knew it had to be something, child. Because I was just <laughs> like, I said, okay. Because, you know, so now, so I like, I, I do like Thirst Trap Thursday. Yeah. And I heard a particular voice on the track. And I was like, wait a minute. I follow this person's, like, everything. Because I love their little cartoon commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> yeah. Like, how was, how was you able to get them on the song? So I have been following him. I think it was the pandemic 2020 when I had discovered him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause I mean, you know, we was all stuck at home, so we had nothing to do but to consume social media. Um, and uh, I, I just like you, I fell in love with the characters, man. The voices you've never, it, you've never seen Disney characters really talk like that. Okay. And, and you felt represented. You know what I mean? Sure. And for the people that are probably watching the like, wait, what y'all talking about? I don't know his name, but uh, I want to shout out to um, who? Queen Ratchet. I think that's his. Oh, yes, yeah, Joshua. Yeah. Joshua. See, I don't know his yeah. name. Shout Queen, out to Queen of the Ratchets. Queen of the Ratchets, baby. Because that, that's like, what? those clips, when I tell you those clips got me through the pandemic, I'm like, what in that? When did the villains start getting a whole argument with each other? Like, I've never seen Yes. Like, if Disney allowed him to really create. No, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm going to watch it. The T is this Disney's not going to do that. Disney's not going to do that because that's different from, and I've talked with him about it. Um, Disney's not going to do that because that's so far left of what they represent as a brand. Uh, now you know Mickey Mouse don't play no games and, and right, Mickey don't take right. no phone calls and whatever Mickey says goes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what we what I talked with him about and this is the, I feel like just the better this is just the better thing just the better idea this this works best for what he has going on with his brand create right. your own new characters which is what he's doing and when I say by create your own characters I mean get you the uh, the artists. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know 
the to people to create to draw your own yeah, characters yeah. that fit those voices that you're creating there's no excuse in this in in this time period oh well i don't know who to i'm not saying this is what he was saying but i'm just saying yeah. for other people, just to give you a visual well i don't know how do i get you know uh Pixar writers and, and artists to be able to write and draw. There's a thing called LinkedIn. And if you search for it, you'll find them because there's a lot of people who are doing freelance work in this in this topic. So he's already yeah. working on it. Um and and it'll be his, it'll be his own world and it'll make sense for him. And he won't have to pay nobody or give nobody a share or portion or all of it, all of you know, all of his creative, mm-hmm. you know, freedom to somebody else. Just because they have the the the, uh, the financial muscle to be able to do so, no. Yeah. So he's working on it right now. But yeah, I, I discovered him then and and just fell in love with with the stories that he was telling. It was so funny and and when I was writing, um, when I was writing the song, I knew that that was what the intro was was. Uh, I knew the intro was going to need a voice. Like that. I mean, I, to be quite frank, I wrote that part in the beginning of the song with him in mind. There was nobody else that I wanted to do that voiceover uh, because I wrote it with him in mind. Like I wrote it for him, and it was just a matter of him to be like yay or nay. So uh, we had talked several times on the phone and Facetime. He was, he's such a good dude, such a humble dude. Um, we were both inspired by each other, man. I flew him out. And uh, for the video, because I couldn't just have him in the voiceover. He had to be in the music video, too. Yes, that's true. Uh, I would have been like, how you get the voice, but not the person that comes now? Talk to me. Talk to me. me like that. You know? Because, um, you know, we still going to go down these checklists. You know, um, however, you know, we already gave a little synopsis and talked about this a little bit. But yeah. for everybody that's still watching us, because we want y'all to continue keep watching, um, topic at hand for this evening it's gay and hip hop. If you haven't noticed, like I said, we already touched on it a little bit, but we gonna keep going because I'm going off in the direction of some of the title of these songs. While we got, you know, Mr. Bobo here, you breaking it down for us. You know, like I said, we can't get to every track list, but yeah. I'm hitting the ones for me. Like I said, I'm very happy in music. That's the background I come from. A lot yeah. of us come from church. You know, I come from church, so. When I hear a song, the beat is cute. Now, when I, I got to surpass the beat, because now I need to go and get into these lyrics and understand, like, why was it written like this? And why was it broken down like this? Yeah. However, so going to interchange to that, we going to go into No Help. Now, this is the thing that I like about No Help. Honestly, it's all over the whole entire album. I like that you went not only to create something magic that was authentically yourself, um, you did it in a way that you needed to be able to express and explain your story. But I find it very interesting that you paid a lot of homage to a lot of great heavy hitters that like paved the way and just led that within your music. Well, also, you know, touching on the late great Nipsey Hustle, like what makes you wanted to add those different layers to want to be in your writing and lyricism to give education to people that probably wouldn't have never like heard the the people or their music or know where they came from or who they were like what made you want to just kind of like pay homage to them and put them in the album the t is this and i and and i i feel like i can't speak for everybody when it comes to their writing um i can't speak for everybody when it comes to rap and hip-hop i just can't do that uh, i don't have that i haven't i haven't done 
I haven't uh, I haven't been in the game long enough to be able to to say anything like that. But for me, it was um, I felt like it was it was my duty to be able to pay my dues and um, and pay homage to those who have come before because that's hip. <laughs> excuse me, that's hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never wanted to do music. Uh, I went to school for for theater arts and graphic design. Um, and I played, you know, I played football. So it was like when I when I was finished with school and I was done with ball, it was uh, okay. Let's let's figure out this acting thing and how do I break in? And um, I think at the root of it, I've always wa- I've always wanted to tell stories, regardless of whether that was through acting or music or whatever the umbrella. I wanted to tell great stories. And when I made that transition into music and into hip hop specifically. Um, I felt like as an artist, I, I had to pay homage to the art form that is hip hop. So I put out, you know, my mixtapes to right. figure out my sound, to figure out what people liked from me. Uh, and then just uh, fine tuned, shaved, you know, worked out, whatever we want to call it to, to create what you hear, you know, the sound that you hear today. Um, and with 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 uh, in particular with specifically Dipsy Hustle, um, I I discovered him uh, probably maybe a year before his before his uh, his uh, his death, his passing, um, and so I wasn't I'm not gonna cap and say oh you know I, I'm ten toes down on Dipsy I've been following him forever you know I, I'm not gonna say that but what inspired me most about that individual is he was such a hustler, such a grinder. Um, never gave up on, on on his dreams and his pursuits with music. And uh, he gave back to his community. I might not have been listening to his music for as long as he's been in the game or have been in the game, but his impact was was so profound um, that it, it had a shift and it affected me and not, you know, in, in, in how I navigate uh, my journey as an artist and, and the stories that I tell. I, I feel like it, you just have to. I feel like you have to pay homage to people that have come before you. And and you you know, you can enter the game you know, in, in, in you know, in entertainment or music business however way you enter in it. But right. I feel like there are certain things that you gotta you gotta do and go through as a you know, in hip hop because that's that's, that's, it's it's about respect. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people, uh, you know, who you who people might not ordinarily think that would be re- receptive of right. the stories that I tell or show respect to me as a new artist. I think that's why they do, because they see and sense that I'm already giving the respect, mm-hmm. you know, not even not even, you know, expecting it back, but just right. doing the work. You know right. what I mean? Uh, so it's about it's about the work. It's about the work, paying homage and and, and uh, you know paying. Like, you know, you name some good, you name some good people now. Yeah, you name some good folks. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> With the come on, Missy Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Hello. The voice of Miss Whitney Houston. Yeah, you talk you talk about a uh, uh, bad bitch walking. That too. Yes. Because I was like, I was going down all the list. I'm like, oh, so you you gonna name everybody? Like, yeah. Well. Uh, uh, we can we can cuss on here. Yes. 
Okay, I was just making sure. Um, uh, not saying I'm about to throw out a bunch of cuss words. I just wanted to make sure, you know. Uh, yeah, Babbage walking is, is such a, is, you know, it piggybacks on what I told you, uh, what we discussed, you know, previously about, you know, power and, and femininity and, 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 uh, and female strength and, you know, uh, strength and female energy. Um, that's what Babbage walking is. Uh, and, and, and me paying homage to all of these strong, powerful women who have changed the game and for me at least but you know changed the game for music in a wide variety of different ways with missy elliott and her upbringing with beyonce with obviously whitney you know what i mean um just to name a few uh little kim uh Nicki minaj cardi b like all of these women have had a profound effect on on me not just as an artist but as a man uh as a gay man as a gay black man they they have all in a wide variety of different ways, unique ways, um, help to shape me and and uh, uh, you know and and give me confidence in who I am and who I represent, uh, or you know what I represent. And so I, uh, I you know, I, it's just it's a, it's about respect, man. I, like I can't, I, I don't know how other people do it, but there's no way that I would be able to to do what I do had I not listened or heard. You know the music and stories that they tell you know what i mean yeah i mean especially like i said i mean this era of music to me now i really said like it's not really the greatest to listen to it's nothing wrong with it it's just for me certain artists is not the greatest to listen to like i look young yes but i'm like i grew up in the 80s so growing up in the late 80s and going into the 90s and getting real genuine hardcore felt music like yeah, when I was younger, it was fun to us to listen to because it was a jam back then. So, like, now listening to these same songs that I grew up listening to, it hit different once I got into the lyrics. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it was just like, you know, MJB, you know, use her as an example. Like, Mary, I love all the Mary music, but then to now go back. And, like, she's going through, through life. you know, I've been through she life. She was going through she was life. Going through she was stories. Yeah. But now that I'm, I was jamming to her life story. Yeah. But now that I've gone through life, yeah, I, I received that too. I feel like music nowadays is not, it's not telling what, it's not telling stories anymore. No. no. There's no it's, storytelling in this. In, uh-uh. in this it's just, I'm going to drop a hard, a hard 16 bars that I'm possibly talking about somebody else or shading some light that I may not really be going through in real life or, you know, I'm just yeah. painting something that's a facade. You know but even with dropping the 16 bars, your 16 bars is less than like two minutes and some change. Like, I remember music being long for like three or four minutes. I don't know when we start cutting it down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get nothing from you in two and 15 seconds. There's a, there's <laughs> a, um, there's definitely a shift in, in, you guys are hitting everything. You're hitting everything. And that's the, you know, that's the beauty of music. It is, you know, it is a universal language. And whether or not, whether you speak the language that I, whether somebody speaks English or understands English or not, you can feel it. That's mm-hmm. how music should be. You should be able to feel it because that's, again, it's a universal language. So you should be able to be able to, your spirit should be able to translate what I'm saying, whether you know what I'm saying or not. That, that's the power of, of an influence of music. Um, and and there has been a shift. People's, you know, social media has has warped and mutated a lot of people's attention spans. Um, And yes, some people aren't giving, there is a lot of um, music out there that that lacks substance 
Um, but there are a few, you know, a, a, there's a handful of, of people that are, are are leading the charge on being able to give you, you know, a minute, you know, 60 seconds, a minute, maybe two of something that that's that's of substance. You know, um, there are people that are, you know, are capable of doing that. And, and it's just about adapting to one's environment. Uh, when I put out because music is music changes and evolves hip-hop changes and evolves like that's just what it does um your job as an artist is to be able to figure out how to bridge those gaps right figure out how can i um still hold true to to you know who i am as an artist hold true to you know to what what hip-hop is what it stands for represents whilst at the same time capturing the attention of the youth and capturing the attention of the of the new age of people of what people like to listen to with music it is that is that is a part of the work that is a part of the job and duty of being able to do that um and uh, and i think that's a beautiful thing you know you don't want people you don't want to wear the same, you know, some people do, some people are okay with that, but you don't want to wear the same clothes every day. You know, you don't don't want to listen to the same song over and over and over until it's, until you've, you consumed it to where there's nothing, no magic left in it. You know, um, you want some, 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 uh, some flavor, you know what I mean? And, and I think again, yeah, you gotta have some. You gotta have some seasoning in your stuff. You, you know, look, you can't be coming to me talking about some this some chicken, and I'm like, no season sauce. <laughs> so you just decided no season no no season. <laughs> now mind you, if you bring me the chicken like that, that made me go back and ask, did you clean it? Right. You know, this thing, right. Now you're questioning you, everything you, about it. some vinegar. <laughs> You know, because these people be, and I'm just saying, like today's music, like I said, it's not bad. It's I want people to start being original. I think we're in literally in the non-original era. But you do have, like you said, you do have your twos and fuse and certain artists that are giving you that. And like some of those artists, like I do see, like a uh, Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Tierra Wag, uh, um, you know, my girl Rhapsody. I love, I love Rhapsody. Like, yeah. give me everything that I need. Um, you know, my Ari Linux. Like, that's because I guess because I miss R&B, yeah. and I'm glad R&B trying to come. You know, slide its slide way, way up in it. Like, because yeah, I feel like rap is getting this to a point where it's starting to fade out. Where now it's gonna have to go through this change mm-hmm. because you got every rap artist that is sounding the same. They're going for yeah. the same sound, same beat, same tone, same. You know what I'm saying? Everything's the same. Even for those artists that have even created that sound, now it's like, well, you created the sound. Everybody's on the sound now. What else is new for you? Yeah. And that's I'm like, like I said, like so when I listen to your album, it yeah. it gives me variety. Like, you know, certain artists you can listen to their song and the next song sound like the next song and the next song yeah. sound like the like I don't want it to be like that. You know right. what I'm saying? And I, I need I need different. If you gotta go in and make the best rock and roll disco alternative, like I don't care how many genres you need to mesh and throw into one and give me a big bowl of spaghetti, just you know, for some people just figure it out. Yeah. But, um in the process of it all, like you doing this, you know, like you said, you 
coming out as a new artist, you feel like it was your due diligence to pay homage to the ones before you like open that door and pay them respect and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we already know in this hip hop industry, especially being black and gay, like with even just the journey itself in the process, like what was kind of some of the downfalls or like the bad situations of it all? Why you just continue to push through all of this because you're like, I'm going to get my work out. I'm going to be me. I'm going to. Yeah. I think, um, I think part of it is nothing new from any other artist. Uh, meaning, meaning not giving up is, is probably such a huge major key. Um, that's, but that's no, that's no different from any artist under the umbrella. Um, there's, for me, I think that's one of the major differences between somebody that's quote unquote made it, whatever that means for you, whether that's your working artist, whether you're famous, some people are into it for fame, you know, oh, you know, whatever that is, right? And somebody that's not and still working a multiple, you know, multiple other jobs and, you know, still hustling and grinding. The major difference between the two is the person who's made it never gave up on their shit. There are a handful of people who it's like, oh, you know, they know this person, they know that person, their family with this person, they're sleeping with that person. Um, but most, most, you know, the ones that you know have substance, they just never gave up. Um, so that's that. So that's that, right? It's it's just mentally about saying, hey, this is what I want to do. Um, I've always, like I said, I've always been a storyteller whether I knew that that's what I wanted to do or not. I've always loved telling stories. I've always loved entertaining people. Um, so for me, there was no other, there was nothing else that I felt like I wanted to do. And it's in, and I invested all of, excuse me, all of my time and energy into that. And, um, so the, the work, the, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the hard work paying off, the the blessings that I'm that I you know that I'm starting to see now is happening because of the hard work that I put in you know over the years. Um, uh, uh, as far as as far as as far as the other part, I feel like I feel like the biggest surprisingly for me. I felt like there was more straight people that was fucking with my shit than there were gay people in the beginning, um, which, which was very surprising for me because, I mean, it was surprising at first. Then you start to see how things are. Like, for example, I mean, let's let's dive into it a little bit. For example, when I first went to my first Pride event, my first LA Pride event, most right. of the artists were pop artists. Or pale faced it. And this is no shade. This is, you know, it's all tea. I love everybody. Everybody under our, you know, in our in our community. Because we all bring something special to the table. We Absolutely. all represent some some form of on the spectrum where for somebody that sees them and say, oh, that looks like me, you know. But I never saw anybody that looked and sounded like me, you know, in our in our community at the time. Um, and so, uh, that was one of the things I was like, man, like they're not really, you know, they're not really fucking with me. So I had to switch some things up instead of it being just all bars, all lyrical. Like I had to, 
I had to, you know, research and study other people that are popping off at the time and seeing what they're doing and how can I do it better. I think that's, I think that's the blueprint or, you know, for everybody, you know, you, you can't, I, I think that's another thing for me that I, that, that, uh, that helps me in my journey is if, if it's not, if what I'm doing isn't working, then I'm going to figure out another way to be able to do it that makes it work. Like I'm not going to do the same thing over and over thinking a different, you know, that's insanity by definition, you know, mm-hmm. expecting a different result. Um, but that was one of the first things I was like, wow. And even still, you know, like there's people, man, that still don't know that I'm gay. And, 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 don't know. <laughs> and I have to laugh. I'm like, oh no. Child, I, people be like, yo, like if you don't say it in your lyrics, like we might not even know that you're gay, like, which is cool, but why do I have to Gay it up. Why I gotta gay it up for people to be like, "Wow, he he's a part of us, or he's a part of the community." I actually have a question because it's it's interesting that he carries the masculinity of a male hip hop artist, where you would think the industry would respect this side mm-hmm. versus "Love You Saucy," but versus a saucy Santana. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because it's, it's like you would think they would resist him more because he's so flamboyant so out there out there with the nails to make them and not knocking you we're just comparing how you would think the industry would rather well the thing is so the industry would but you got to keep in mind we already have a little nas x so but not just that's not what they're saying we're trying to be but I'm, I'm looking at the dynamics of how they flipped him like he came into this industry you know being whoever that is he is what it looked like because like he said in the beginning he didn't you know, people already knew, but some people didn't know he was getting this things, whatever, whatever. Um, so, you know, they was giving him like a whole black cowboy vibe or whatever and stuff like that. Because the kids fell in love with him just then the third. So, like, now, this transition of his career, everybody feel like this is Lil Nas X and his flamboyantness. Like, now he's walking around with the nails and the bag and he probably doing this. You know, he was... Nikki for Halloween. But why does it take but, all of that for you to have to show your flim, like for you to show that what your sexuality is? Right. Like, why does it take all? But that my thing is, my thing is, this, I don't think, I don't think that it should take anything. I it feel should. like, I feel like women, um, even though they go through so much in the industry, they have also had the room to be able to express, explore everything, whatever that is, and they can go and get a husband and have kids, and they won't be looked at as such. Right. But it's like, if a black man walking into something in any room and you just freely want to express yourself, you know, coloring your nails, putting some heels on, changing your hair, you know, wearing something more form-fitting, this and the third. This is the thing, I find it funny that it's 2022 when we talk about this, but a lot of the things that people feel that it's gay, it's not for black men, we we created that shit back then. Right. Like, this has been going on since... You talking about makeup? Yeah, yeah. Certain, in certain era in life, women wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Who you think yeah. was wearing it? The yeah. men. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So like this whole like, oh my god, heels and pumps are for women. Women wasn't able to wear those. Who's wearing them? The right. men. So like, I just need people when they trying to finesse and take digs at certain things and say what a black man should be and how it should be that it should be that. Like go and look at the black men that was like that was doing it. Like go. Yeah. Everybody rocked with Prince, but never said nothing about him wearing heels, keeping their hair done, having a beat mug. Like, nobody said nothing. Rick James, 
same thing, honey. He came in with the ooh, ooh, glitter down, oily. Yeah. Got his shirt. I was supposed to be extra tight, 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 honey. You can see dick balls and booty everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I have some speculations. I have, you know, my own ideas on it, but I, I don't know. I don't, it's, it's inconclusive. Um, but also, I don't let it get in the way of the work of the music. Um, I just, oh, I observe and I keep it moving. You know, I, I love. I'm a big fan of Salsa Santana. You know, I love what he's doing. Um. And, and what he's done um, and opened so many doors uh, for people like me, for everybody, you know, any, anybody that's black and, 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 and anybody that's black and gay that's telling our story, which is hip hop, because hip hop is deeply rooted in, in people that look like us. Exactly. I applaud them because they're, they are opening doors for us. You know what I mean? Um, and um i i'm not as i'm not as flamboyant as saucy santana but i still see bits of myself in him enough to where he inspires me to continue to go to continue to move forward in, in what i'm doing he lets me know that it's possible there's a there's other you know there's other artists that have done that um that and then and that continue to do that um but i just i find i find it very interesting that um, the community at large would rather me be super flamboyant in order for them to say, "Oh yeah, he's he's one of us. We need to have with us." Yeah, he need. We need to have way more conversations and and provide way more open spaces or create the space. Like I'm, I'm, you know. People Look, I'm down for that because I like to tell my, I like to let my people know, like it's different variations of black men. Mm-hmm. So There's different variations, different variations of gay black men. men. So you know what I mean? Like everybody's not going to be the same just because yeah. you like a beat face in the purse. I might not rock a beat face in the purse, but like I'm still rocking. Which like I like a person for them to authentically be themselves. So if you want to, you know, we go hang out, put on your party freakum dress like me. I say, what you two two in your like we can still hang. That's just that's just not me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna put on my hoodie with my Jordans or some Tims, and you know, a little give a little boy fashion. Like, well, let's go, let's go out. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, it's it's, it's, it's all. It all things. takes time. It all takes time. I'm not. I'm not too concerned. I'm not too pressed. Uh, because you know, just birds are viewing my journey. I can see the progress, and I can see the the upward, forward progression of it all. Exactly. Uh, so it's coming little by little. It takes time, and you know, you just I don't get discouraged by it. Uh, I let it motivate and inspire, and mm-hmm. we just continue to um, you know to make it happen. Now that's a good thing, and with make it and happen, you know. Like we're gonna make it happen here because it is time for tea and hot chocolate. We'll say tea and hot chocolate. I'll say tea and hot chocolate. Tea and hot chocolate. Tea and hot chocolate. I'll say tea. Yes, it's definitely time for tea and hot chocolate in this gig. You know I love doing tea and hot chocolate. You do. Like I feel like that's the best part. Like that's the. This is where we but can you really always like, get the good questions. I always get the like, 
Well, I'm gonna need y'all to start writing better questions, y'all. I'm gonna have somebody else to write these questions because y'all be doing them out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Bobo, do you like yeah. games? Yeah, you gotta tell you gotta pull it from the diaphragm. Praise. Yes. Cool, darling. Yes. So, you know, with T and Hot Chocolate here over here at the Singly Gay Podcast family as GB. Yeah. So, what we gonna do is just pull from our little tea bowl, little teapot, you know, and we just gonna ask some questions now. So if these questions to you feel very truthful, you know it's this is tea. Uh-huh. It's this hot piping tea. Right? <laughs> um, so if Do I need to go get you, my tea cup? You know, <laughs> that one. Run and get it. You better run and get it. So, but if it's not, if it's not, it's it's just the Milky Way of things. It's the whole Milky Way. Yeah, part. Hot chocolate. If it's not the truth, so you get you know truth or false, tea and hot chocolate, hand in hand. True or false? Is that's what it's like? But remember, it's tea or hot chocolate. Okay. (laughs) So I just have to I have to say I have to say whether it's tea or hot chocolate. Yes. You ask the question, I answer it, or do you ask the question, I say tea or hot chocolate? The second part, but the second you, can, one. you can do a little rebuttal if you like. But I'm just saying, it's a couple questions here. Do me, do me, do give me one practice one. Give me one practice okay. one. Don't okay, pull okay. out so here. Give me one practice. So we gonna have Fran pull. Fran gonna pull the question, right? It's yeah. Gonna be a light one, and then we go. We gonna start with this ready. Okay, Frank, you gotta, you gotta really like get in here. Can you mind your business? I got it. My hands is big, girl. This is a small teapot. (laughs) (laughs) My hands is big. They go in small. You know what? Come on, Magic Mike. I got that. All right, T.R. Hot Chocolate. The Proud Family has a new series out. Oh, that's T. Okay. That's, what's that's the name it. of it, though? Oh, now, see, now, I don't know all that now. See, look, I don't know. Hey, 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 that was the listen, listen, now, I, I'm aware of it. I can see if I wasn't aware of it. I'm pretty proud, and I'm cute, and I'm loud. Good job. That's my show. I know, girl. Have y'all you seen know. it yet? I've seen it. It's really good. It's good? I don't even know why you asked that. <laughs> he just gave you the theme song. Don't offer it. Don't. He just gave you the theme song. Offer it. <laughs> I need to get into it. It's time for you to see. Boy, hot chocolate. All right. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. You chew a cow? Yeah, I'm chewing. I'm I'm imagining a steak. Oh, oh. <laughs> steak. Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot she just clicked her sister. Mm-hmm. You know, pregnancy delays. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Tia Hot Chocolate, right? You were, cause that was the easy one. So you you think that, that, easy, yeah. that was you easy. Okay. So Tia Hot Chocolate, Six Flags is the biggest amusement park in the world. Hot chocolate. See, look at you, look at you. It's not like it was one. You really thought Six Flags was the biggest amusement park? Which one? Is? Not over Disney. Child. Oh, I've never been to Disney. Disney. I've never been either. But if we on the uh, amusement park spectrum of things, the actual, the largest amusement park in the world is Cedar Point. 
Cedar Point is in Sandusky, Ohio. It's bigger than all of the six flags. I've never heard of it. I used to work, shout out to all my co-workers over at the Sandusky, Ohio, Cedar Point <laughs> Amusement Park, because that's where I used to work at. That's where I met Don, and you know, uh, two from day 26. Uh-huh. Um, oh, you met Don? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to run into her again so, I can, so we can update the photo, because that photo was back in like, oh, oh, nine, nine, nine. She was in that gang still. Yeah, I was trying to do that. I was working, making my money. We know. That was a gold job. Don't come, don't come, ball. Oh, well. Hmm. All right. Tea or hot chocolate? That's a long question. Oh, well, I think the paper was long. I'm ready. No, you ready, friend? Yo, you get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Tea or hot chocolate? Viola Davis has won an Oscar. Why do I feel like I've read this question? Is she an EGOT? Is she an EGOT? That's the question. Is she an EGOT? Is she what? An EGOT. So Viola Davis, that she has all the awards. Do oh, all of them? Awards? Yes. Oh, man. No, that's, I think that, I think that's hot chocolate. Oh. I want to say this too. I think that's true. She, I don't think, I don't think Viola has all of them. I don't think she wants all of them. I don't think she. I think she's close. She's close. We can, we can Google now. I don't. Oh, I think shit. she's close. I don't think she one. has them all. And Miss Viola Davis, if you see this, please, I, I'm a huge fan. We love Viola. Yeah, we love. I just love to be clear, Viola. respectfully. You know, but I don't. I don't think she got all. I don't think she got all of them. What Google say? We're, yeah, what Google say? We're gonna say what Google say before we go to the next question. Right, her name is Victoria's Secret. Oh, <laughs> I need to pull out my phone. Why does I'm like? Okay, there she go. What is that? Awards. Uh, Wait, right. what she get? Uh, let's see, so yeah, I don't think she knows. She not a e guy. No. Oh, no. she not. That's actually hot chocolate. Yeah, no, she she not she not an e guy friend. Oh, we sure? Bob, Baba went to do like rinse go look. I'm looking at all, all right. the ones she got. We, no, we we're sure? looking at all of them. She ain't she ain't got it. No way. Do she? Is it saying on your phone she got them on? Hold on. She got a she got a Tony right. I know she got a Tony. I know how she got an What's the call? How do you spell it? I G. So E got uh E G O T. So she would have an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. No, because so what would she have a Grammy for though? Right. And that's and that's what that's what had me like, I don't think so, because she hasn't Yeah, no, she needs that's what I thought. She need a Grammy. That's the thing that she's missing. That's the that's the that's the respectfully, one respectfully, respectfully, Miss Viola respectful. Davis, get your Grammy. Queen girl. Viola Davis, respectfully. That's Queen, honey. Yes, that's yeah. Okay, this. cool. Yeah, I thought I was right. I try. I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk to the people behind the scenes that be posing these questions. Okay, I got time. I'm not even going to speak. Mm-hmm. This is a new week. We just it got is. here. It's Sunday. That's the problem. Oh, oh. This we shall. Read the oh. question, huh? Mm-hmm. 
See, you they have chocolate. What? No, 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 no. Tea and hot chocolate. Ice tea is the illest rapper. Tea or hot chocolate? Yes. That's Ooh. hot chocolate. Ooh. Ice tea. Ice tea is the illest? Yeah. Of all the other, respectfully, respectfully. 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 <laughs> respectfully. Hold on. Hold on. Respectfully, he paid. He opened doors. He's one of the originators. Like, yes. but he's one he's of the illest. Wait, wait, wait. He's the illest. The illest. Not for me. I take that friend. Not for me. That. Not for me because it's just. I would have put when you're talking about influence for me. Right. For me, okay. not for you know. Again, he's one of the originators, so obviously he's, you know, he's up there. But for me, I would have put, you know, a Tupac or a Biggie, you know, for my generation, yeah. for my time period, for my birth. Until yeah, because he, 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 yeah, he was, he was, he was before me. So before. that's just yeah. like, like for example, like one of my songs, one of my songs, earlier songs, like I put on my mixtape, I paid homage to, um, uh to like some of the originators of hip hop, but that that wasn't that wasn't me uh, saying, oh, like that's my favorite. Like how could that possibly be when I wasn't even a, around when they, you know yeah. what I mean? I respect that. So that's, it's about, it's more about timeline than it is about whether that's yeah. tea or hot chocolate. Cause you know, asking me that question, I'm gonna be like, I mean, I know who he is. Yeah. But that's like the equivalent of one of the like somebody in elementary or middle school or you know saying oh who's you know who's Ice T I would never say that because I know who he is but you know what I mean right now they would say who was Ice T like, right they were is he from Law and Order he's he's on Law yeah he's on I mean, I think. that's what they would say that would be their response they would have known for rap they would have right what well, they, they would have known from, from TV. Yeah. Again, respectfully, I don't want nobody to come back. It would be Law and Order because those movies that he was in, they were older, so they would still only know him for Law and Order. (laughs) (laughs) But he's hot though. He's He's great. He's 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 one of the great ones. But but for me, the illest would have been. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question. Y'all trying to get me in trouble? Oh, this is about to be trouble too. Yeah, I want Ice T to come for me. No, no, this is about to be this is about to be a good one. Tia Hot Chocolate. Loving Basketball is the number one black movie that everyone goes to. As far as like referencing? As referencing, yes. As references? I would. Over, hold on, overcoming to America. You would choose love and hip hop over coming to America. There's way Not more love and basketball. basketball. Loving, loving, my bad. Loving basketball. There's way more references in in coming to America than loving basketball. Well, I love coming to America because when that came out, I was like one year old, right? Um, but and it's still like, and it's still relevant today. Like no, it's definitely still relevant. No, today. it is. I feel you, like uh-huh. coming I, to America was like 
yes, black community comedy wise, yes. yes. But I feel like black love, love, yeah. Then yes, a, number one, one million. Then we're yeah. on that. But you got to change. You would have to change the question. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We would have to change. You that feel question. me? Yeah. Not- well, I didn't write it. However, <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you know, Mister. Bobo for the play and Tia Hot Chocolate with us today, ladies and gents. Oh, yeah, we did that. We did that. <laughs> thank Jesus, you. We want to thank y'all for definitely tuning in with us. This has been a great conversation. I hope y'all, you know, got some gems out of this. Listen to some oh, great things. Because, honey, we talked about a lot. I feel I feel like we covered mostly all the bases. But it's only so much that we can cover in, like, right. a certain amount of time. So, you know, certain things might have to be, like, part twos and part threes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I don't know, I don't know how much we can give in forty-five minutes. But right. We did that. We did that. We did that. Okay. We touched every baseline. Honestly, we touched every baseline. We touched the, you know, the album. We touched his journey through music, yeah. music as a rapper, artist, you know, we and did. how he started and what made yeah. him and inspired him to do music. So. And the transition, it kind of was like common, like you know, Nicki Minaj. It was a theater major, then he went into mm-hmm. rapping, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah. I love it all. We did that. We did that. We did that. We did that. You got anything else you want to say to the people? Some AV two the album is out. Please give that a listen. Uh, my lead single Third Strap Thursday is still doing some nu- some numbers and making changes for me. Come to my social media page on Thursday. You always see some sexy men on Third Strap Thursday. Um, be on the lookout for the deluxe album that's coming. Um, I have some new songs, new uh, new songs with other artists. Uh, featuring other artists that are coming soon merch is coming soon um and performances as well so stay tuned follow me on all social media platforms at b-o-b-b-y-s-a-n-g-o uh subscribe to my youtube channel hook up my algorithm numbers and follow me on tiktok and be ready to be entertained okay okay Okay. that part y'all better (laughs) and y'all already know how we kick off with this thing if you can't kiki with your Judy's, then who can you kiki with? Judy's, <laughs> <laughs> we want to definitely thank y'all for coming through tonight and watching this lovely premiere of season four, episode one. And to kick this thing off. And also, please make sure y'all go and like, subscribe, and share. Also, comment below how you feel about these episodes coming your way. Coming your way. Say coming your way. Say coming your way. Yes, so Judy's, we love you. And also, if you would love to be a Judy, just come Judy and Kiki with us. That's what we do. It's all family over here. It's all love. And that's just what we give in. On that note, but we love you guys and we thank you for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast. And everyone, have a good night.